Today's episode is brought to you by Theofit. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. What's up, boo-boo? Hey, hey, I'm good. Really? Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. Are you Are you focused? I'm I'm deadly focused. You, I feel like you've been distracted today. Well, yeah, I'm getting a bunch of texts and no, YouTube videos. No. Yeah, and- yeah, YouTube videos. Yeah. That's it. We're trying to work. We're trying to get things done, and you're watching... You, what were you watching with the YouTube videos? You know, I don't, no one cares about this. No, I don't I think, want to talk about I, that. I, I, I don't care, want to talk like, about this. Why no aren't cares. you present when we're trying to do stuff and get stuff done? You're watching YouTube videos. I think it was about dad jokes. All right, I like those dad jokes oh YouTube gosh. videos. You've got your headphones on. Mm-hmm. Steve McCoy. I'm there. Who? We're try- yeah, don't pretend. Who? And, yeah, Steve McCoy. He's the real McCoy. I, I don't know he, what you're talking about. Listen, and you're tuned out because you're watching dad jokes on YouTube. I, it was uh, a little rude. It was a little rude. What do you, you mean g- it was a little rude? Because you do that. Dude, in an elders meeting, you will have the game Stop, up on don't your tell, computer. You can't say you this. You will have the game up live on your computer watching the game while we're doing an elders meeting. It was postseason Cubs football. Come on now. Cubs wait, baseball. Wait. I got to watch that. All right. What's wrong with you? I don't know, man. I just feel like I want you to be. If we're going to do this, I want you to be here. That's I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I'm not doing anything else. I'm here. All right. So Hold you're on. not texting. Uh, yeah, see, right now. That's what Jimmy does. He picks up his phone. He plays with his phone the whole time we're on the air. Okay. Uh, well, Barnabas is, you know, we've been conversing with Barnabas and yeah. got to figure out what we're going to do. All right. We'll see. We got we got some, some things in the works. We got some things in the works. It's going to be Whatever. Good. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. I know. I like it. Yeah, maybe. All right. So, look, man. Uh, January 2018. Yep. It's a big deal. We made it. it uh, well, hopefully. Because we're recording this before 2018. Yeah. Lord willing. Yeah. Uh, uh, North Korea might, you know. Do something. Trump might do something. <laughs> this, well, might gonna, never, yeah, this might never. This yeah, never it might air. never release, but yeah. that's fine. But if it does, we made it. We made it. This Congratulations. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm proud of us. Thanks for uh, not going crazy, North Korea and Trump. Yep. We survived. <laughs> this podcast keeps going. You know, it's often, it's often, how would you say it, Joe? It's often duplicated. No, no, no. It's imitated. Uh, often imitated. But never duplicated. But never duplicated. We, we see, you, that, guys, yeah, we we see, see you guys out there trying your, you out there. trying your powered by banter. Oh, you called it oh, out. I'm calling them out. You hey, called it out. Hey, bald guys with beards. I see you <laughs> trying to do your thing. <laughs> or, or, well, no. Trying to do I'm our sorry, thing. I'm sorry. Wait, trying to do our thing. <laughs> All right, you, you, hey, listen. You hey. know what? The most helpful thing we did for them was just mention that. Now people are going to look for it. Hey. You're welcome. I, I would if I remembered what it was called. Uh, Grace wait. and Power? Grace and Glory? I think between grace, grace and, glo- and glory. Between glory. Between between glory and grace. Between no, I think I might be. Gr- there's I, a, there's oh, a G oh, in there somewhere. All I know is is uh, I like I like what you guys are trying to do. Yeah, that's why we it's did it good. two years ago. You, grasshopper, someday you will be like us. That's mm. what we're saying. One day. This is why people think we're super arrogant. Because we are. No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you telling me we are not super <laughs> arrogant? Everybody, I guess, we're, I guess we're, arrogant. we're proud of what we do. All right. yes, well, just, you know. Yeah, well, I think we're doing something fun. It's pretty good. I know. Nothing wrong with that. This is All fine. right. So listen, what we want to do for this mm. year is we want to have an emphasis that runs through the year. Yes. All right. So not that every episode is going to reflect this, but we do want to be pushing in a particular area, in a particular direction. A central theme, a central thread, if you would. Right, right. Something that will run through yeah. 2018. Exactly. And so why why are we okay, well let's introduce it or let's just say what it is and then why we actually thought we don't because we've been discussing this for a few months. Yeah. Yeah. So Joe and I have been discussing saying, Hey, 
you know, I really, we really feel like we want to kind of go deeper into something. We want to talk about something, bring it up more often uh, on the podcast and just kind of, it, it, part of it's actually, like we mentioned at the beginning when we first started this, what you guys are hearing is just Joe and I kind of, uh, what's the word? Processing. Riffing, processing, Riffing, sure. Yeah. And so we really want to hit biblical theology. We want to delve deeper into that. We've got a bunch of resources that we've been going through. We've been discussing these things, challenging each other. Um, and so we want to kind of do that this year, starting off now. Yeah, and we, and it's not just something that we want to do. We, we want you guys to do this as well. We want this to be the year that, that you press into biblical theology. Yeah. And, and we're going to explain what we mean by that. But we want you to, we, and you know that we want you to take theology seriously. We want you to understand that doctrine and devotion or theology and experience are supposed to go hand in hand. Yeah, we don't want you to furtick the year. Right, right. Don't, uh, don't do that. Don't you, know, do that. Like you, you can go for experience without the theology. That's right. Right. Which is more for Tikian. Yep, yep. Or you can go theology without the experience. Which, which is a lot of young pastors. Which is a lot of I mean, the reformed camp. Yeah. A lot of guys in the reformed camp, they, they don't understand. They don't seek to make. They don't do the hard work of connecting doctrine and devotion. So we want to do that. And we're going to do it by pushing in on biblical theology. So biblical theology, it sounds like you're just saying, oh, it's theology that's biblical. Right. It's like, oh, so, yeah. okay. So well, don't we all just want biblical theology? Yeah, aren't you just exegeting a text? Right. That's what it sounds like. But in reality, uh, biblical theology is a discipline. Yeah. And the, the problem, though, when you're talking about biblical theology is that what, what most people mean by biblical theology when they use the word today in books and online uh, might be a little bit different, uh, a little more expansive than the way it has been talked about um, by other groups. And so l I want to talk a little bit about that, like maybe as we introduce what biblical theology yeah. is, because it's gone by different definitions. So, so like, so Joe, you've been, uh, well, you've been around for a very, very, very long I'm time. I'm old. I'm old now. Yeah. And so back in the 20s, when you guys were kind of discussing these things. The 1720s, yeah. Yeah, what uh, when we talk about biblical theology, what are we kind of referring to back then? So when I was in when I was in college, so in the nineties, we'll put it that way. When I was in college in the nineties, yeah, yeah eighteen ninety, yep. <laughs> it was um, when people were talking about biblical theology, they were talking about the biblical theology of authors, right? So if we're going to try and track with this, just yeah. for the definition, just call it biblical theology one. We'll just call it that, just All to right. keep it simple. So biblical theology um, of authors was an emphasis, right, on specific authors of scripture. Uh, John or Paul yeah. or Peter, yep. and it would look at that author's contexts, his beliefs, his theology, and the unique emphases that were true to that particular author. So, so you, how they use a certain text or, or you know, use phrases, words, yeah, yeah throughout their writings. Right. So, you know, when you're looking at Petrine theology or the theology of Peter yeah. um, in First and Second Peter, for example, uh, what does he push? What is his emphasis and how is it different from Paul? Yeah. And you can certainly see this when you're looking at um, James theology yeah. in the book of James versus Paul's theology when they're talking about the doctrine of justification. And it's not that these that it's not that these authors disagreed with each other, yeah. but not they, in conflict. Right, right. But they they were emphasizing different aspects of the truth of God. And so biblical theology, at least in my experience growing up um, mm -hmm. as a, as a young believer, at, though as an adult, um, it was very much focused. Biblical theology was focused on authors and what they meant. Um, and that biblical theology is what allows us to get to systematic theology, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, we're talking about kind of like uh, how how are various doctrines that you see in Scripture kind of organized throughout right. the Word of God. Right, right. So, Sistheo, um, it looks at all of Scripture and assimilates 
the doctrines that are taught in the scripture into into an orderly fashion or yeah. an orderly work. Um, and so it's it's really looking at what is what does the Bible say about this? What yeah, is bibliology, ev- harmatology, justification, all that kind of. Uh, what was that one? Uh, uh, yeah, harmiology, harmatology. Oh, I'm sorry, what did what, you call it? It was about really about Hermione. Uh, Hermione theology? Yeah, Hermione theology. Yeah. It's she all, was the it's, precocious wizard. Yeah, it's all really kind of about how she can. You, you know, I don't want to teach okay, people okay. and embarrass or, them. Or harmatology. Harmatology. Yeah, I can't even say it. See, so, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Okay. Boom. Prosecution. Yep. Uh, just, Pneumatology. Uh, <laughs> right. So <laughs> everything the Bible has to say about particular subjects topics things um things like that yeah so that's systeo so you've got biblical theology looking at authors and their unique emphasis you've got systematic theology looking at the whole and organizing everything but then you've got this biblical theology that can only happen after this these first two forms of theology yeah, are done uh, biblical theology 2.0 Right, so part two, yeah, part, part, part two, part two. Uh, some people will know what you're talking about there. Um, <laughs> biblical theology, the way it's mostly talked about today, if you're reading crossway books yeah. or books in the Reformed tradition, biblical theology is tracing prominent themes of the Bible chronologically yeah. as they are progressively revealed. One of the big emphases in biblical theology two or biblical theology as part we're gonna, as we're going to talk about it throughout this year um, is is progressive revelation what has god said and how has he unpacked that theme throughout the whole of scripture as he's bringing us through this history of redemption until christ is born he ascends and he will eventually come again so i mean are you talking about like it almost sounds like it's almost like a hybrid right like it's a hybrid of biblical theology and systematic theology where systematic looks at kind of the topics and subjects right you're kind of meshing that with what biblical theology would talk about looking at these themes. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- the, the, th- the dominant themes of yeah. Scripture, right? So if Sistheo is asking, what does the Bible say about sin, or what yeah. does the Bible say about our humanity, uh, so anthropology, the biblical theology is more focused on what does the, Bi- what does the Bible primarily say, Yeah. right? Um, uh, so what is the—so here's like one of the main tasks in biblical theology. It's, well, what is the thread— that ties all scripture together. Yeah. What is the what is the theme? What is the point? Is there one unifying message in all scripture in all 66 books? When you're reading Esther, um what is the theme that you see there that connects to the rest of scripture? Um can can you see it? Can you find it? Can you understand it? Mm-hmm. And so and, and this is not like um this is not an academic discipline divorced from the Bible. We see this sort of a thing in Scripture as well, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you see, um, uh, like, even later authors, later authors referring back to uh, events and themes uh, at the beginning of Scripture right. and kind of interpreting it and showing how it all kind of works together um, uh, to fulfill, I think, kind of this main goal or theme or however you want to word it as far as uh, – uh, Salvation only found in Christ to the glory of God. Right. And so, in fact, this becomes a really important issue in biblical theology is how do the New Testament authors interpret the Old Testament authors? Yeah. So that becomes a a sticking point for a lot of people. There's there's a lot of controversy there. But to kind of get at what we're talking about, there's a passage in in the book of Acts, Jimmy. You know where I'm going? Uh, Acts 28. Acts 28, 23. I got it here if you want me to. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. Give me a... You're not there. I'm going to beat you. Acts 23. You're not there. Uh, When they had appointed a day for him, they came to him at his lodging in greater numbers. From morning till evening, he expounded to them, testifying to the kingdom of God and trying to convince them about Jesus' 
about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the prophets. So he's going through the Old Testament yeah. to show them Jesus. That's right. right. Paul is, yeah. Yeah. So we've got, um, th- there's an example of what we're talking about in terms of... of but even Jesus himself, right? Oh, we yeah. talk about, you know, how he was walking with the disciples after his resurrection. Oh, and, yeah. And explained to them and pointed to them how it all kind of pointed to him. Exactly, right, on the Emmaus Road. Yeah. So um, this is not something that people are just, this is not like, a, oh, it's a new thing that we're doing. Um, biblical theology is an attempt to understand uh, the themes that run through Scripture, and those themes were pointed to by Jesus and the apostles in particular. Absolutely. Um and so, I mean, I think one of the themes I know that that uh, Joe and I personally have been kind of uh, working through is kind of our 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 uh, theo mm-hmm. fatness. The, well, I mean, I think that's a little harsh. Well, I, well you're you're saying we're not. Well, I, I mean, there might be a little bit of man boobage going on. Uh, I don't know about of, a little bit, good well, sir. A, I you know, I don't know, B cup. I don't know what I got, but it's something. That's what I'm just saying. I, don't, I, don't I got I got some extra. I'm carrying some extra weight. So, so I know like, what you're so saying. like so like well we're Theo fat. We're Theo fat, and what we need is to be Theo fit. Theo fit. What, I know what Jimmy's talking about is um, we recognize that we are busy men, like most people are. Right, we're busy, and we just don't and lazy. And uh, well, Jimmy in particular is lazy, and we don't we don't find ourselves. By the way, Jimmy is anything but lazy. <laughs> Um, well, when it comes to the so, exercise. Um, and like like most people, we, we recognize that we are not taking care of our bodies. Yeah. And as we're thinking about uh, the human body that God gave us, we're thinking about the resurrection, we're thinking about our whole lives, we're recognizing like we really do need to take better care of our physical selves yeah. and not only focus on the spiritual life as we conceive of it, um, that we need to do better. And if if I'm just completely honest with you, there is a man that is helping us to do this. Um, his name is Paul Maxwell. That's right. Of Theofit.com. Or so, no, it's no, actually no. Theo.fit. Fit. That's right. He so, got that one. So Paul has started something called Theo.fit. Theofit. And it's not an overtly Christian health thing. No. He is a, a believer. He's a real smart Devout, guy. Yeah. He's a PhD from Trinity in, uh, uh, what is it, um, trauma, yeah. a theology of trauma. Real smart guy, but he's also ripped like a superhero, and he takes fitness and health yeah, very overall, seriously. Very seriously. Yeah. And so he's launched Theofit, Theo.fit. And so if you go there online, you can read all of his how-to stuff. That stuff's all free. Um, but what he specializes in and what's so unique about him is that he hits on people learning what it means to be disciplined. Yeah. Because we all know what to do, right? Eat less Eat low carbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lean Work, proteins and exercise more. Exercise more. Like it's, it's, any dummy can lose weight if you just really want to do it, right? So but the problem is, is we don't have the discipline. Yeah, yeah. And we aren't motivated. So we really don't want to do it. We really don't want to do it. Yeah. So, but Paul does is at Theofit, he focuses on this issue of motivation, and he'll he has a way of in his podcast and in his writing to hit me in a specific way that makes me go to the gym mm-hmm. because he'll say things like he'll say things like the lie is this is a paraphrase but Paul will say the lie is i'm too busy to work out today but the truth no no he says he says i've got more important things to do today i don't have time to work out yeah. he says the truth is 
You have more important things to do today, so you have to work out. You have to watch what you eat. And, and there is freedom in that. There is fruit in that so that you can get to doing the things that God has called you to do. So we want to give a big shout out to Paul, and we want to encourage you guys to check out Theo.fit because not only does he tell you what to do, which is, I think, the relatively easy stuff, figuring out what I'm supposed to do, yeah, what I'm yeah. supposed to eat, but then he helps to motivate you and to encourage you how to get in. In fact, uh, we're going to, in the show notes, we'll tell you how, but if, um, if you want to, a lot of his stuff that he does is for free, so go and check him out. But if you want to sh- sign up for a year, um, you'll get $5 off for the year membership. So it's which, normally 30, which, yeah, it's which, $35 a year. That's it. That's cheap. That, yeah. And that's for like access to Paul to get his motivation, his coaching and what like, whatnot. Um, five bucks off, 30 bucks a year. Um, you need to go and check out Theofit. Jimmy and I are in the Theofit club. We're, we're starting to see results, which is. Yeah, but except I saw like some serious weight loss and then I had fries today. Well, it was cheat day. Cheat day. <laughs> was it? No, there's no cheat day. No, cheat Paul day. has a whole thing on there. There's no such thing as cheat day. I haven't so gotten that far here's yet. Here's the thing. You need to, you need to, you need to check it out. We love Paul, and yeah, he's a, bunch, a dear friend. A bunch of people are are benefiting from him. So check out Theo.fit. All right. So Joe, as we're talking about biblical theology, we're talking about these themes, and we're talking about kind of this progression. Uh, and you said it's this is nothing new, right? This is not something that right. has just came up. I mean, there's there's plenty of examples, yeah, throughout church history of oh, people yeah. kind of looking uh, at biblical theology part deux in their <laughs> in their own way. Yeah, I mean, in fact, um, when you're looking at books on biblical theology, yeah. like uh, if you're familiar with biblical theology or that phrase, one of the one of the books that comes to mind is Gerhard Voss's Biblical Theology. Yeah, it's super dry to read. I'll be honest, but it's a great book. I love it, dude. It's um, been a tough. It's been a tough slog. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. You ain't reading. Uh, you know who you're not reading when you're reading Voss. Uh, uh, well, I'm not reading Joe Thorne's booklets. Okay, no, stop it. You're not reading Jim Wilson. That's a better comparison. <laughs> I don't know. I think for listeners of our podcast, okay. this was a better. <laughs> okay, uh, my books are small and easy to read. They're bathroom readers. I admit that. But Jim yeah, yeah. Wilson, he's easy to read. Oh, oh, yeah. he's like he's like it's a flower, beautiful language. Like he's really yeah. Voss not, not, is yeah, not Voss is there. a little more clinical, but you can go all the way back to John Owen, man. Mm. John Owen. I mean, he has a he has a title. It was originally written in Latin. It was translated. I don't know, maybe fifteen years ago into English, um, at least for this new publication called yeah. Biblical Theology. That's one you can check out. Or uh, Meredith Klein. I mean, he's he's a pretty guy. Uh, Wait, it's a he? I thought Meredith was Meredith. Meredith Klein. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got to be a girl. No, no, no. no. His, no his parents it's hated definitely him. a girl. His parents hated him. Well, clearly, if that's a guy. <laughs> now, what's the book we've been reading? Uh, uh, the Kingdom Prologue oh, one. Oh, yeah. Right? So that good. one's been a good one. We've been kind of going through. Uh, and then even a recent one. A recent that, one. that new, like, the, the best intro, probably for you guys, if, if this uh, is very new nice. Pri- they're not saying primer. They don't call it a primer. Out but it's one. an intro. It's a, it's it's a little book. It'll, it's, a, it's a speed read for, for Joe. It's, it, it's a great little book, though. Um, it's by James Hamilton called What is Biblical Theology? Yeah. Right? So, in fact, that's what we're going to encourage you guys to read today. Go ahead and pick up that book. It's linked in the show notes. And um, pick it up. It's, uh, it's a very good start. Don't, don't start with Klein. Don't start with yeah, some of these other ones. Don't jump into Owen. Yeah. No, no, You'll no. You'll be like, oh, Start with Hamilton and go from there. Yeah. At least or, that's what I did. Yeah. Well, and, and, it, and it's really good. So, let's just talk a little bit about why biblical theology itself is important. Mm-hmm. So theology is important to us. We yeah. there, 
theology is what? It's the expressed, understood, communicated knowledge of God, right? Yeah. Um, it is, uh, there is no salvation apart from theology, right? That's right. Absolutely. If you have to understand the revelation of God in some manner. Uh, you have to respond to it by faith and repentance. So theology is absolutely critical. So we, we push theology. It's why we call our podcast Doctrine and Devotion, because yeah. we want the doctrine, the truths of God, to not only be clearly communicated, but to be received and experienced by faith. Exactly. So when we talk about why it's important, I think part of it is to see the unity of Scripture, to kind of see yeah. how it all ties together and how it all is pointing and revealing something uh, right. about who God is and what he has done and how salvation is only found in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Right. So th- what is it that ties all of Scripture together? If that's what biblical theology is is addressing, mm-hmm. then it's going to help you to see how all those parts fit together. I, I know it's in the Westminster. I don't have it to draw from, but uh, it says something along the lines of how do we know that the Bible is the word of God. And it speaks of like the heavenliness of its language and the unity of its parts. Mm. Right. So there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a really important truth there that there is a unity to all 66 books that tie everything together that we need to understand. Yeah. Um, and in the Baptist, uh, in the 1689, uh, in paragraph six of, um, of, of chapter one on the Holy scriptures, uh, just listen to this cause it, it, it hits on this idea. It says, the whole counsel of God concerning all things necessary for his own glory, man's salvation, faith, and life, is either expressly set down or necessarily contained in the Holy Scriptures, unto which nothing at any time is to be added, whether by new revelation of the Spirit or traditions of men. Nevertheless, we acknowledge the inward illumination of the Spirit of God to be necessary for the saving understanding of such things as are revealed in the Word, and that there are some circumstances concerning the worship of God and government of the church common to human actions and societies, which are to be ordered by the light of nature and Christian prudence, according to the general rules of the word, Mm. which are always to be observed. Of course, that's not the paragraph I wanted to read. (laughs) (laughs) It's still a pretty good joke. Good job. Oh, maybe I can read paragraph five. Yeah, there you go. You know what? Hey guys, we're gonna have a double dose. Go ahead, double dose of the uh, of the sixteen eighty nine. All right, so that's a good one. Yep. But what I meant was paragraph five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Paragraph five says what? We may be moved and induced by mm. the testimony of the Church of God. Yeah, this is to beautiful. A, to a high and reverent esteem of the Holy Scriptures, and the heavenliness of the matter, the efficacy of the doctrine, and the majesty of the style, and the consent of all the parts, the unity of all the parts. The scope of the whole, which is to give all glory to God, the full discovery of it makes of uh, the the full discovery it makes of the only way of man's salvation and many other incomparable excellencies and entire perfections thereof are arguments whereby it does abundantly evidence itself to be the word of God. So in other words, all of these things, yeah. right, including it, the unity of its parts, show that it is the word of God. But then it says this, yet notwithstanding, our full persuasion and assurance of the infallible truth and divine authority thereof is from the inward work of the Holy Spirit, bearing witness uh, by and with the word of God in our hearts. So uh, so paragraph five, chapter one is what I wanted to read. <laughs> so the, the unity of its parts, what is the thread that ties it all together? Now, some people would say, well, it's the doctrine of salvation. Yeah, yeah. And that's clear. Yeah. Um, other people would say, well, no, it's, it's Christ himself which then leads us to 
the doctrine of salvation. Yeah. Other people have said, well, no, it's the revelation of God, which culminates in Christ. But you can see what they're all doing. Yeah. They're all getting to that same point, right? That's well, right. What, what is it that ties it together? Well, it is uh, the, the salvation of God's people by grace through Christ in which he is revealing himself to the people. And so absolutely, it helps us to see the, the unity of its parts. But it also, the reason this is important is because biblical theology in particular helps us to see our connection to all of God's people throughout the history of redemption. So what do you mean by that? Like, So when we read about, see what's common is, is like, as close as this usually gets to most Baptists is, we look at the story of David and Goliath and we go, okay, I'm like David and hmm. I need to slay my Goliath. Oh gosh, um, and that's about it. Instead of seeing boo. that, the, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna okay. say boo to that. Yeah. But continue. Baptists are famous for knowing the stories of the Bible, but not knowing what those stories mean. That's just what we're famous <laughs> for. That's the truth. I, I, I'm a Baptist. I know. I know how we work. So we're a people of the book, but we have to go deeper to understand the connection between all of its parts. So who are we? We are the people of God. We are not the heroes. We are the ones that need to be rescued. We are Israel, broken, struggling. Um, we are the Israel of God in need of redemption yeah. and rescue. And Jesus is David, ultimately, right? He is the king yep. who conquers. He is the one who rules. And so when we see that we as the people of God are connected to all of the people of God throughout history, right, from the, the godly line of Abel, right, um, all the way through uh, to, to, to the church, we we are a part of this. And so we are the rescued, the redeemed, um, and we, we have this connection because God's faithfulness was demonstrated to his people through these covenants throughout the history of redemption. So to see our connection to all of God's people, to, to not just see that, well, I'm some dude that was converted yeah. in 1990 when I was converted, um, and that somehow is like it's just its own thing. I'm at, God saved me to be a part of his people, which extends all the way back to the beginning. And then, you know, as well, you know, we see the unity of Scripture, we see the connection to all of God's people, but we also see, and we've kind of been touching on this this whole time, uh, we see God's plan of redemption. Right, throughout all of Scripture. Throughout all of Scripture, you know, we see the... Where's the, the first place where the, the plan for redemption pops up in Scripture, Jimmy, the, uh, that you can remember? Yeah, Genesis 3.15. Yep. Yeah, right. Like, I'm thinking of the... How do they pronounce the it? The Proto-Evangelium. Yeah, yeah, dang it, dude, I wanted to say it. Yeah, well, I wanted to sound good. Go ahead, you go ahead. No, Proto-Evangelium, okay. No, I'm going to say it wrong. Now I'm going to... Proto-Evangelium. Well, you can say it either way. Hard yeah. G, soft G. I like, I like the hard G. Well, then you should have said G, not J. I said, and that's a soft G. Okay. The point is, the is point that is, that's where the, you see the first proclamation in the curse right there in the curse. Exactly. God's exactly. like, your offspring is going to kill this devil. It's mm. awesome. And then from there, right? It just goes, it, mm -hmm. it just keeps showing up. We see it typified in the Mosaic covenant, right? Yep. Um, we, 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 we see it hinted at in the Abrahamic covenant that through Abraham and through his seed, the world is going to be blessed. We see it in the Davidic covenant, right? Where there's going to yep. be a king who reigns on the throne and in the prophets, like the prophets talk about what? A servant who's going to come and suffer and be a, a sin offering for us. This Maybe. new covenant. Oh, and the new covenant, right? And Ezekiel like and Jeremiah. Feels like we, we, we look to the covenants. We, we, we like the covenant. <laughs> and if you haven't figured out, biblical theology is fairly dominated by reformed guys. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, hang on. I just got a, 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 a shout out from uh, Jason Halopoulos on Twitter. <laughs> Take me to the Halopoulos. Uh, no, I don't want to name drop, but... Uh, well, uh, the, uh, that's uh, the wrong uh, name to drop. Uh, no, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Jason is the man. <laughs> Oh, That's Kevin DeYoung ain't got nothing on the Halopolis. You know that. 
I love how you thought naming Jason Halopoulos. Jason Halopoulos. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're na- you talk. You th- I think name dropping in the kingdom of God. You think name dropping in the kingdom of publishers. There's a difference. Okay. I'm thinking of the Halopoulos. Jason Halopoulos is an awesome dude, man. We love him. He's great. That guy's bald too. So like, I feel confident running. That's the only I'm, reason why you I'm like bald, him. I'm bald too. All right, so we've got the uh, the plan of redemption, but we all, and then with that, right, mm-hmm. with that, biblical theology helps us to see Christ at the center of the scripture. So same thing, like just kind of you know tagging on that. Yep. It is. Um, it, listen, one of the problems that we have is when we're reading the Bible and especially preaching and teaching the Bible. Yes. We. It's easy for us to miss Christ in the midst of it. Absolutely. Um, even if Christ is in the passage, we're famous for missing Jesus and focusing on moralism. Yep. Right? I mean, yep. it's... It, it's, it's what it's what this should be doing is it should be directing us to Jesus. It should be... Preaching should be directing us to the gospel. Every time. Every time. doesn't matter where you're at. No. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus... Book Judah. of Hezekiah. Okay, well, you, well, Judah, Judah, answer, Judah, yeah, Judah and Tamar. Answer I want to ask you. I know I what you're saying. I want to ask you. Okay. When, when you look at uh, mm-hmm. uh, Judah yeah. and Tamar, okay, and uh, the foreskin being touched to yeah. the foot, yeah. how does that point to Jesus? It, well, I'll, I'll tell you what absolutely does, and and we can get it. And maybe we will. In a maybe subject. we will. Maybe but we'll. what do you think the Book of Hezekiah helps us to see? I just I, I, I'm no answer my question. No, you answer mine no, first. Okay, then I, I, answer said, I said yes. Okay, answer. Okay, no, I, we'll get into it later. No, no, no I don't no, want to get it. No, I want you to get into it, do it now. We can't do it now. No, no, you, no. no, no, no I, I, I answered I, yours. I can't get Listen, into this now. I've answered yours. With I can't a yes. get into this now. I said yes. I can't. I can't. No, you got to tell me how. I, I'll tell you how in a minute. Now. No, no, no. You no, can't no, no. Hang on. The Book of Hezekiah. Book of Hezekiah. Does that point to Jesus? Okay. First of all. Stop it. What? No, no. You got to answer me first. No, no. You, 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 you can't answer that question? Why not? Uh, I think we both know why not. Why not? We both know why not. Why not? Because you are just trying to be mean to me. Because you are <laughs> not. You talking about? You are trying to be mean <laughs> to me What are you me looking right up? Now. No, I uh, want you to the know. book of Hezekiah. First of all, there is no book okay, of Hezekiah. That's what and I that's what I'm trying to get okay, across. All right. I wanted to make sure you knew oh, that. <laughs> of course. Not. Okay, so now. Okay, I can't get into that right now. <laughs> We ain't got time for that. Both we got another podcast here, yeah, to record. I tried to do this. Right, I can't listen, believe nobody, you. Nobody cares. No, but I was trying to trap you. I, was trying I know to you're trying to trap me. Say, yeah, Book of Hezekiah. And then I'd be like, no, there ain't no Book of Hezekiah. Of course I, there's no Book of Hezekiah. Okay. Well, listen, a lot of Christians fall for that. Wow. You're too smart. I am too smart. Yeah, man, you can't. I can't fall. Took me a moment, though. You know who, <laughs> fall, you know who fell for that last time I did it? Who's that? Jared Wilson. Oh, poor Jared Wilson. I'm Jared sitting Wilson. like, I'm like, I know there's a Hezekiah. I'm like, I know there's a Hezekiah, but I don't remember no book of Hezekiah. No, I never read no book of Hezekiah. Jared Wilson was like, oh, I love the book of Hezekiah, man. It's my favorite. <laughs> no, he didn't I love that. how you're making things up on the spot about Jared <laughs> Only Wilson. Only because I love him. All right. <laughs> so th- ultimately, this becomes a great help in preaching and teaching, not just understanding the scripture, but biblical theology helps us in preaching and teaching because our tendency, especially as Baptists, um, and not just Baptists, evangelical, non-denominational, yeah, churches, yeah, yeah. we tend towards moralism in our teaching and preaching, right? No, what do we mean by moralism, Jimmy? Well, we're talking about like, hey, hey, here's here's ten things you need to be doing right now. Well, I need to be doing those things, don't I? Aren't they good things? Why why are you hate? But when them? we focus on the external rather than showing, okay, here is where sin has came in. Mm-hmm. Here how's how Jesus right. has redeemed us, right. and now in response, this is how we live. Right, and th- that's the problem. Is they they, Bam! they, they preach those no mo- Hezekiah. I shouldn't say no, they. No, no book of Hezekiah. <laughs> You're real proud of yourself, aren't you, about that book? I am. Yeah. It took me a moment. I'm still like. 
Oh, I don't ever remember. Reading I said that. I put the pressure on you. I tried you to put did. The pressure you did. On I'm you. like, I'm answer trying to go now, through my head. Now. It's like if I do that to Jen, if I if she can't think of something, I start talking to her real fast. It's gone. You she know, it's the same with me. I can't. Yeah, do I know it. it's awesome. You're, that's why you're my podcast wife, and Jen is my real life. Wife. I walked same into thing. that one. So um, yeah, so moralism does that, right? It focuses on the what you need to do without ever helping us to see that Christ has done it all. We have to under if we don't know that Christ has fulfilled the law, kept the law, and now yeah. empowered us to walk yes. in His ways, then more than the, the preaching just becomes moralism. Um, so, yeah, it, it always directs us back to Christ, back to the gospel. Um, this is why biblical theology is important. So, what we want you to do, if you're not familiar with biblical theology, is we want you to get a book. Yeah. Now, if you're not familiar with it, what book should they get, Jimmy? Well, I mean, first we said start off with Hamilton's, uh, uh, what is it, Bibl- what is biblical theology, right. right? Start there. Is it Crossway put it out. It's a great book. It's small. Um, it's you know what I think it's smaller than my book. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's smaller than my book. That's I don't a real think bad it is. Like I don't pages, think it is. The pages are real tiny. <laughs> pretty sure. So pick up that book. We're going to recommend a bunch of books for you guys. Um, now, if you are familiar with biblical theology, if if this is something that you've been thinking about and reading about, then we want to say, well, go ahead and, and pick up something like um, Meredith Klein's Kingdom Prologue. Yeah. Pick up that. That's going to be great. Um, so we'll list some things. But we, want, we want you to get to that because um, as we go through this year, we're going to be picking up on various biblical theology themes yeah. and discussing them. Absolutely. Uh, John Owen's Biblical Theology. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, boy, you're, <laughs> si- you're, you're signing up for a, a, a long read. It's a, good, it's a big book, but mm-hmm. it's good. It's great. In fact, I just looked on my shelf. I can't find it. You know who I think has it? Uh, Joseph. Pat. Joseph. Uh, yeah. I think, I think our man Joseph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I got to find that guy. Mm-hmm. Got my book. Yep. So we'd love for you to join the conversation. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head on the website, DoctorDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or you hit the store and uh, sign up for the 2018 Doctor Devotion Conference on the Spirit and the Church. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Later.